The following program has been rated NSFW, which means North, South, Feast, Wet, West. Feast? Is that really what that means? Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour with your hosts, Lee Vowell, Todd Bandenberg, the other guy, and Ted Hicks. (laughs) Oh, not again. Damn it, Ted. Is Ted even real? He's never here. Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour. This week is January 23rd, 1556, and we are coming to you live from beautiful Shenzhen, China this morning. Did you guys feel a little rumble? Anyway, I'm Lee. With me, as always, are Todd and Rob, stars of the show. How are you guys? Yeah, we are. I have no idea what the hell happened in China in 15-whatever. It's currently 1556. You don't know what year it is? No. It's sad. And, and 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 American politics is so much better at the moment. Yeah. So uh, you know the Senate has pushed through. Uh, and I haven't seen the last few minutes, but according to when I checked about an hour ago, they had passed through a uh, a uh, COVID relief bill, or mostly through um, before it has to go back to the House and then back to Biden to sign. But I'm I'm assuming those are just steps that would be taken care of fairly easily if the Senate passes their deal. But there is a, some diminished quality to it. Um, Biden had to lower the the stimulus money, to, unless it changed again after I last heard. Uh, it, from honestly, right now I'm looking at at a couple of websites and it is still ongoing. So, yeah. mm-hmm. well, they have to. It's still ongoing, but they have to like gavel close the minimum wage thing. It's just uh, I, I think they've reached an agreement in principle, and they still have to go through the the rigmarole of actually passing it but um because you know how politics has to be for some reason but uh yeah if you make more than seventy five thousand or eighty thousand or whatever then the 1400 stimulus bill is is out i guess i don't know or if it's lowered it's out it's just completely out okay yeah originally it was going to cut off at a hundred thousand and then they kept on Chipping away and chipping away, and and like he said, it has to go back to the house, and I think it's seventy five, but it might be eighty, and who knows what it's the the final one's going to wind up being. But yeah, this sucks because eighty thousand dollars, a lot more than I'm making a year, but it's not exactly wealthy. So, but you know, if this is what it takes to get it passed, that's what it takes to get it passed. It's not like this is has to be the only relief bill. They they can start another one next month. They won't, but they could. So it's it's not set in stone. This is the last money you'll get. I I fully expect we'll see another one if things don't get better fast in like by the fall. So which, which is they will. which is still nothing compared to what most civilized nations have been doing. Most right. countries have had thousand dollars or or more every month and have been for over <laughs> or, a year or, at this point. Was it Finland was doing a thousand a week or something? Perhaps. Yeah. So stay home. Have some money. Canada was two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. I think if I remember correctly. I believe that's correct. So yeah, but eventually we'll get it, which is good. And and of course, every Republican will be on record as having voted against it because billionaires deserve tax breaks, and you. You poor tramps who are making less than $75,000 a year deserve no help whatsoever. And state governments don't deserve any help. And 
we don't need increased funding for testing or, you know, all those little things which ha- would help us get through this. Yeah, and uh, $300, is uh, it a week for um, unemployment? And that, even that's diminished. Was it $300 a week? I think that's what it was. That was one of the compromises as well. Right. It was originally 600 in the first package that was passed. Now it's down to 300 So, yeah, yeah it's it's been – I don't know if it's been eviscerated, but it sure has been cut down. And, of course, the minimum wage was taken entirely out, which personally I think is okay because what does the minimum wage have to do with COVID relief? It's like, yeah, we need a minimum wage bill, but – has nothing to do with this. Let's vote on it separately. Let's let the GOP go on record as independently hating the minimum wage too. Yep. Well, actually, I've seen, I've seen several comments, basically to the point of, well, one of them was specifically, uh, and I'm posting on Facebook, and somebody asked about the minimum wage, and somebody said we should just do away with it altogether and let the market set it. I'm like, yeah, that's that's oh, yeah, smart. That's brilliant. Brilliant idea. Which is the and, reason and, we have the minimum wage in the begin in the beginning. Yeah, people who say things like that clearly have no uh, understanding of history, or they want to make a buck twenty a day, maybe. Or and yes, I did say a day. Impoverished people, because that's what's going to happen. Let's have child labor laws back in too. Let's just let the market decide, because the market does such a fabulous job of taking care of people. That's why we have a fucking government, idiot. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Probably libertarian or something like that. Extreme libertarian. Speaking of conservatives, CPAC. <laughs> Rob has uh, an announcement that he made <laughs> no, no, during I CPAC. Just... He was one of the keynote speakers at Hell CPAC. Fuck off. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw this uh, thing that trended about the national anthem singer at the first day of CPAC. And I thought, what? Okay, what what was the deal about that? Did she come out and go, oh, oh, say, can you fuck off? I don't know if that's what she sang or what. So I started to watch this video. And you remember the, the back in, I guess it was the late 80s, early 90s, when they tried to get Carl Lewis to sing the national anthem? Yes. And yeah. it did not work well. Yeah, this was worse. Mm, fun. And everyone just still stood there and stared at her and clapped and... She was off on her own tune, and we're not really sure what song she was singing. She had the lyrics <laughs> mostly right. Mostly. Uh, it, it, it was easily the worst national anthem I've ever heard. Wow. Even more than, um, besides Carl Lewis, we had... Um, Roseanne yeah. Barr. Yes. Roseanne Barr. Yeah, this was worse. Yeah, I, I can't put Roseanne's on the list because that was purposefully done. Purposefully, sadly, true. You know, and, and yet she's still this conservative icon all of a sudden, or last few years. Has been, which is fun. Well, apparently, see, this just shows that they don't care about the anthem. I true. guess, and, and but they do. They do care because you can't kneel during the anthem. Right. Exactly. Stand up. In in fairness, you know, there, some of the all-time great quarterbacks like Terry Bradshaw and Roger Staubach and Bart Starr and Y.A. Tittle. I, I, I still don't know what that stands for, and I don't care. Um, Young adult. None of them actually <laughs> never stood for the anthem with hand over heart on the field for the anthem. They were still in the fucking locker room right. uh, because it, that they didn't sing the anthem on the team. Uh, field with the teams until like the 90s and people have forgotten that so yeah not only did 
our beloved Roger Staubach not stand for the national anthem? He was probably having a drink in the locker room before the game <laughs> with his Navy buddies. But yeah, I, uh, I, I just don't, I've never understood. I mean, you have to, to conservatives, you have to do the national anthem a certain way. You have to stand up and take your hat off and hand over heart. You can't kneel. And I've just never understood the, the act of kneeling as being somewhat, you know, crazy. It's like kneeling. That's what you do in church, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah. And as, as, as we've said, the, the, the hatred for calling, I'm sorry, we should call him COVID Kaepernick because apparently he's a plague in the NFL. Uh, the whole concept brought up by former, former uh, Green Beret, former Seahawk, who said, hey, this is the way you should handle this dude. He was the one who said, Neil, so shut your fucking mouth. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, a bunch of snowflakes. If he was white, Kaepernick being. Yeah. Not Nate Boyer because he is white. Because he is white. A white. Beret. White green beret NFL player said, "This is the way you should handle this. This would be respectful." Wearing huh. a blue uniform, amazing. Let's just see how many colors we can throw into this. Yeah, there you go. You know who hates anybody who's not white? Doctor Seuss. Doctor huh. Seuss. We Dr. learned Seuss. that this week. <laughs> Doctor Seuss did hate the non-whites as they were as they were seated, sitting there wearing their little conical, funny Chinaman hats. Yes. That's cancel culture when the estate of the right. author says, you know what, this is kind of bad. Let's not do this anymore. But that's cancel culture. It's like, yeah, they canceled themselves, idiot. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, I don't but, think they canceled themselves. They just said they're not publishing these six books anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, now, One admittedly, the Quran. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> two, two of the books. Uh, two of the books are ones I'd heard of. Four of them I had never heard of before. Yeah, same here. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I actually tracked down five of the six. And that, that sixth one is on Amazon now. <clears throat> the cheapest I've seen it is it's up to $1,600. Yeah, yeah, they all exploded. That, Just... Thanks for uh, spiking the collector's market. But, yeah, well, okay. Is that the one actually, that's called I, I Love This Nazi Bitch on Mulberry Street? That's it. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. So I went through these books looking for what was possibly offensive in these. And most of them, I couldn't find anything. Um, to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street had uh, one reference to a Chinese guy. Right. That, and, and I'm going to read the two lines that go together because Dr. Seuss did poetry. And this rhymed. That's the reason we had. <clears throat> uh, and this is, you know, a kid finding things that he saw on Mulberry Street that day. A Chinese guy who eats with sticks and a big magician doing tricks. Those rhyme. And Chinese people, I think most of them at one time or another have used chopsticks. Well, it's the illustration that they believe might be offensive. It's not the, the lines. But the illustration was a guy running with a, a bowl and some chopsticks. Correct. And the stereotypical I, hat, I and calling don't. him a and calling him a China man. So, well, see, okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly wander into the Tex Avery world where they did the same thing. They said, "Ooh, that's horribly offensive." I, I'm going to pick out a cartoon called Magical Maestro, which I think we've all seen at some point, mm -hmm. where you've got a 
a guy who wants to be in showbiz. So, but he's a magician and he gets kicked out, but he turns into, turns out his magic wand does work. So he becomes the conductor in this opera and keeps turning the guy singing into different things. And they said, oh, when he turns him into the Chinese guy with the little pointed hat, that's racist. But when he turns him into the farmer singing country music with overalls, it's not? Why is that not considered racist as well? It's just, it's humor. Well, it's not a race. It would be classist. But that would also be wrong. It's white. White apparently is a race, young man. Yeah, but that's not a stereotypical depiction of a white person. It's a stereotypical depiction of a uh, farmer. Portrait of a redneck. Right, which could should be, which be is defensive. Just as a, should why is that not as offensive? Well, I would say it would be. However, right. big difference so, between between films and books is because we can get into this on our other show. But okay. Turner Classic Movies has a series that they're running of films that they say are problematic because there are problematic depictions like Gone to the Wind, things like that. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and we've talked about that a lot. Well, Breakfast at Tiffany's, I, I get. Yeah. But they are not censoring them. They're not cutting them, but they are having a discussion about them before they start. It's kind of hard to do that with a book. So unless they republish the book with a page at the beginning, which they could. They could. And say, hey, this has kind of a depiction that might be offensive to some people. Let's talk about this and then jump into it. So that's a little more difficult because with a movie, it's really easy to just pop that on there. Let's look at some of these other books, though. I mean... If I ran the zoo, I get that there was an Asian reference. And because they wanted to use, because it's poetry and nothing really rhymes with Chinese, Japanese, Korean, or any Asian orientation. I don't know what the word there is. Well, they actually changed it to um, Chinese man in later publications instead of China man. But again, it's the it's the it, picture. His eyes well, are, yeah, are right, lines. It's the picture, yeah. His <laughs> eyes are lines. And it's a stereotypical presentation of it and to me but what if that's what he looks offensive. like because no uh, one has just, lines anyway. for eyes and not many regardless of those wear the little conical hats and that's not their typical thing sitting there eating a bowl of rice but i'm not chinese so i can't speak as to whether that would be offensive or not but the thing is the, they weren't forced to do this they did this of their own accord because they felt it was offensive so what I'm, let me get, let me finish this because it's going to make sense i get those two I understand that some people might find that offensive, and that's fine. So, yes, get rid of those. But let's look at McGilligan's Pool, which I had never heard of before. Apparently, it's about a kid who fishes at a small pond and a farm, and he imagines that there might be fish in it because it could connect to an underground stream, which could connect to the ocean, and think of all the things you can catch there. Like an Australian fish fish that has a kangaroo's pouch or a Tibetan fish with a parachute on its head that likes to go over waterfalls, which actually sounds like a cool concept if you go with the visual that's on it. Those were the only things that I could find that might be remotely offensive in this book. Well, here's the thing. If the publisher themselves i should say the estate thinks something's offensive yeah yeah then i guess it's offensive so it's not us up to us to say oh that wasn't offensive what'd you take it off for they think this was one i i went i went and went to google Mm -hmm. and i went type started to type in what is offensive about miguel pool 
I got as far as what is offensive A, B, and it filled in McGilliott's pool automatically. Because a lot of people are trying to find out, and so far, no one knows. There's not an answer. So when they do things like, hey, we're going to cut out, uh, we're going to, you know, even if it's not publishing these pools, Mm -hmm. tell us what you think is offensive about it, because I'm curious. What 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 was it it because it, it could teach people, hey, that's offensive, don't do it. Because as it is, I don't know what's offensive, so I may accidentally do it. Cause no there was no uh nothing about about what is offensive in this. There's uh one of the other books, On Beyond Zebra, which I tried to Google, and the first thing first book that came up was why zebras don't get ulcers. Which I thought, that's a very biz- that's an even more bizarre title for a book than most <laughs> Seuss stuff. But on Beyond Zebra, uh, I eventually found the book. There's a guy in it who is vaguely Middle Eastern. He's uh, apparently royalty or something. And uh, there's an animal called a flunnel that plays an accordion slash bagpipe thing. So it's offensive to Scottish people and polka players. I guess is the uh-huh. is the Middle Eastern person riding a camel? Yep. There oh no. Well, I mean that's the thing. I mean if someone of that group can feel that oh that's a stereotypical depiction that sucks, then it is. Yeah, well, it goes back to go, it goes back to the one pulling the books. It goes yeah. back to the whole thing of well, why we now have the Washington football team. It doesn't matter if I think Redskins is offensive. It matters if people in that group think it might be offensive. Yeah, but again, well, see, now I'm offended yeah. by the Dallas Cowboys because Cowboys is a stereotypical depiction of white people. And and I'm, if I'm offended by the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys. Dallas is full of conservative racism. So I and if the owner of the that Dallas too. Cowboys chose to change the name because he's concerned it might be offensive, he's right because that's his right. And and, and I think it's important before. People, because people aren't looking into this, they're like, "Oh, you know, I've seen all Doctor Seuss books are banned, and blah blah blah." Right. And it's like, "This is that's ridiculous." No. And and um, but Doctor Seuss himself is um, dead. Is dead, Theodore Geisel. But he also was left wing, if anything. Very. Yep. So, um, in fact, BBC has a, an article from 2019. Doctor Seuss, beloved. This is from. Uh, the quote, this quote is from Art Spiegelman, who most people might know from being the writer of Mouse, which mm-hmm. obviously is a graphic novel, basically, uh, shortened. I guess you can call it a novel, right? It's a graphic novel. Yeah, it's it's a novel. short long enough to do that. Doc, Dr. Seuss, beloved purveyor of genial rhyming nonsense for beginning readers, stuff about cats and hats and foxes and socks, uh, started as a feisty political cartoonist who exhorted America to do battle with Hitler. Yeah, right. He says... He says, and describing Dr. Seuss's wartime output as very impressive evidence of cartooning as a as an art of persuasion, uh, rail against isolationism, <clears throat> racism, and anti-Semitism, with a conviction uh, and fervor lacking in most other American editorial pages of the period. And I think that's that's the important part because, and he goes on to say, uh, you know, 
virtually the only editorial cartoons outside uh, the communist and black press at the time that decried the military's Jim Crow policies and Charles Lindbergh's anti-Semitism was Dr. Seuss. And I think it's important is because what we're seeing in, in the pictures, because it is based on the photos instead of the rhymes of the books is that, or the drawings, uh, not the photos, the drawings of the book is that it's of its period. And that's, that's something if, if he were to make those books today, they probably wouldn't even got published. And his yep. foundation based on now really is choosing not to, is choosing not to have those books published anymore. But people still need to remember the drawings that are of their period. And Dr. Seuss, the source of the cartooning, is not right-wing at all. It's not like he's making a political statement as far as I don't like Well, yeah, and at no point in any of these did he ever say, ooh, I hate these Asian peoples with their slanted eyes or whatever. It wasn't that. It was just, hey, look, there's a Chinese guy. Yeah. Who has lines for eyes? Yeah, I mean, I I don't like the drawing. I mean, there's a lot of, but I mean, you know, again, I'm not the one making the decision. Rightfully making the decision is the foundation itself. Right. So anyway, speaking of happier things, Marjorie (laughs) Taylor Greene, she's uplifting. She's very uplifting. She She seems to have a gender problem. Quite the lovely person, isn't she? No, She hung the sign outside a senator's, uh, I think it was a senator's office, who has a transgendered kid, and she put up a sign that says, there's only two genders. And I'm like, yeah, that tactful. Thank you. And the Republican Party, that's hate and fear are the two genders, apparently. <sighs> but what kind of asshole puts it up at a, another, at, at a co-worker's office, you know? That's that's the thing that I mean, her we understand her stance is going to be stupid because she's an idiot and she believes crazy things, but to do that at core, I mean that's just I, that's that's almost one of the worst things she's done. That's a reason to get her out of office to me. Well, the the bad thing about her is not her existence because we know there are people. The fact that she got elected, that there are pockets of this country, unfortunately, well, lots of them where someone like that could be elected because they knew exactly what she was. That's why they put her in office. If That's I recall correctly, horrifying. the way she got elected is because she ran unopposed. Mm. Which gotcha. speaks volumes for that particular pocket of our country. And That's from a state some, that some, just turned blue, we should note. Right, exactly. And she, she's... Uh, being challenged now by someone who is just about opposite in every possible way. I think I cannot remember the guy's name, um, but uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> no, I said opposite. Oh, opposite. Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> um, what is opposite of uh, Dr. Seuss? Yeah, she is quite, quite the peach. She is literally a Georgia peach. She is from Georgia. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, I don't like peaches. I don't I don't like peaches either, mostly because of the Steve Miller band. <laughs> wow. Normally I catch your musical references, but that one missed That's me hilarious. entirely. Isn't that Steve Miller band, right? I really like your 
<clears throat> peaches want to shake, so shake your treat. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was, I remember the presidents of the United States of America song, Peaches, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's... With a, the ninjas in the peach orchard. That's a song about somebody really liking peaches. The presidents of the, presidents of the United States song. Yes, the presidents. Pusa. I believe it's what uh, what Twitch actually played over Metallica in their online concert was Peaches. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Anything yeah, to make the... sure Metallica's getting their money because they had to sue a long time ago because they weren't getting their take. But who cares about the fans? It's all about what's going into our pocket. I love that, that you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, they did Metallica did an online concert, but they didn't. A lot of places did not use Metallica's music. They were actually playing and played other music on top of it because of that lovely DMCA copyright infringement they're all scared of. <laughs> My favorite was one that played 8 bit polka music over it. <laughs> and Metallica. Um, there, there were some sites that played techno rave music, some played uh, folk music. None of them, but I think there might have been one that played it, actually, but most of it was showing Metallica playing and playing something completely different on top of it. Appalachian Industrial. So, By far the best music. Yeah, exactly. Metallica yeah, I, uh, I fully blame Metallica for it. Um, I've never been a huge Metallica fan. I don't dislike them. I just find them... I don't know. They're kind of boring, even though they like to be loud and heavy and stuff. To me, their music's just kind of boring. Reductive. It doesn't really do a lot. They're, they're reductive. Yes, and they're, they are they are challenged when it comes to any kind of, um, I don't know, anything, but it's just monotone to me. Here comes the hate mail. <laughs> That's literal, right. Literal mail, I'm sure. One from one of, the, one of us three. I'm not sure. Maybe it's from my own self. <laughs> Lee's <my> address <laughs> is... <clears throat> 1600 that's no it's uh so anyway yeah but they they sued of course thousands of years ago it seems like at this point because they weren't getting their take on on songs that were being played napster. on napster napster yes which has since become as we all know google I and do. so that was in 1665 it was in 1556 just before the earthquake so uh but yeah, I mean, it's they're they're partly to blame for this. So if anything, I, mean, I, I haven't really seen them. I'm sure they've come out and said something. I haven't really seen them come out and say anything. But you know, a lot of this blame goes on them. So if people are, are hoping to watch Metallica play live and can't, it's because of Metallica. It's not because of anything else, really. It's just what a strange, fucked up world we live in. True, very true. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, as as we're talking about Metallica, because they're not interesting. Their, their situation they put themselves in is, is, but they aren't. As Dalton is one of the main cities that is in her district. I didn't know this. I, I knew, of course, that Georgia tried to secede or did secede from the U.S., but Dalton tried wanted to secede from Georgia. That's how weird they are in 1860. Yeah. So It is really yeah. bizarre that whenever I go to visit my family, that's where we stop is in Dalton because it is pretty much halfway yeah. Everybody, and they have a McDonald's. So and they, and they free carpet. It's like you get a free sample, one inch square carpet with every uh, milkshake. It's pretty nice. Yeah. That's very, very there odd are a area ton of, of carpet places around there. That is very weird. 
They also had 6,000 people sign a petition to save a statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest. Because we should have statues for the first Grand Wizard of the KKK. I was about Holy to ask crap. you because I don't know who that was. Holy oh, crap. Wow. What a, what a <laughs> fun area. No wonder they elected her. Holy shit. Hey, anyway. let's be let's be fair to to Nathan though, because you know when when they had that attack on Fort of Nashville, he just decided to kill everybody, not <laughs> just the black people. That's true. That He's like, true. you leave the fort or you all die, and that's basically what happened. He was just uh, an asshole. He just happened to focus his rage on on black people. But he he set a style. I mean, he created a style. He's a fashion icon. To people who like that stuff, little white pointy hats. Lovely. So, I mean, which is one reason I think that Charlie Brown should be banned because of Pigpen, because he's really, really just uh, in the KKK and he's just cut too many holes in his costume. I think that's true. Not that you could tell he's so dirty, but you know, wow. fact, maybe he is a redneck because they don't <laughs> bathe either. Speaking of rednecks, Ted Cruz, he's basically a redneck, right? <coughs> so we, Actually, you know, we had the whole snafu with him. Is he not? Is he not a redneck? It's not a snafu. He, he did it on purpose. Raphael. No, I mean, Todd made a face when I said redneck, like he got offended. I said something Raph, bad about Ted Cruz. Raph, Raphael. Raphael Raph, Cruz. Raphael the redneck. Ted Canadian Cruz. He's, I mean, so it's, you know. He's such a piece of work. He is. God. But there's a new movie, according to, to Rob's outline that he sent out. It's not Revenge of the Nerds anymore. It's Revenge on Ted Cruz. So what is this about, Rob? No, uh, the it was the mo- Monday morning after he got back. <clears throat> Excuse me. COVID. The Monday morning after he got back from Cancun on his ill-advised trip. Actually, I think it would be non-advised trip. Um, <laughs> no, his children advised a... Let's throw his children under the bus just like he did. They yeah. advised him taking that trip. Hey, he also left his girls. dog at home uh, with no yeah, food, really? no water, or anything. Just leave the dog there to freeze to death. Thanks, Ted. Sorry. Are you serious? That's <clears> sorry. almost more Thanks, offensive Rob, than him yeah. taking the trip. He, he did leave his dog at home, yes. I, I'm, I'm not going to call him Ted because we actually like a particular Ted, and I don't want to get them confused. Raphael. I don't think there's and, much confusion. Well, actually... I wonder Ted Cruz might not have have even and have even been on Fox and Friends, so yeah, good point. They Raphael. didn't pick him off Fox and Friends. They <laughs> wait. Are we talking about Ted Cruz or Pablo Cruz? Julio. <laughs> um, no, when Raphael got back that month, he got back on a Sunday Monday morning outside his house. Someone had paid a mariachi band to play all day. <laughs> and and they only played Twisted Sister that. songs, right? That's that would be awesome. Only played what songs? Twisted Sister, you know. <laughs> As a mariachi song, yeah, that would <laughs> get that guy out of that embassy or his house. I mean, we'll play Twisted Sister. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh... Raphael uh, is is not beloved. By his colleagues, which is pretty bad considering some of the stuff that the, the Trumpist GOP has come up with now, and even most of them can't stand him. So he's he's quite the lovely person, which is <sighs> disheartening that someone can be. I mean, allegedly he's intelligent, right? He, he 
we went to. He's given no indication that he actually is, but we'll go with allegedly. He got through the one of the Ivy League schools. I don't remember now if he's Harvard or Yale or possibly both. But how how can you be so stupid as to and tone deaf as to not realize that's a bad look? It's like, yeah, people are freezing to death, literally dozens of people. But I'm going to bail. And how much money? Last I saw, AOC, those initials that the GOP loves to hate, raised over $4 million for relief of Texans. And Ted hasn't done anything except uh, done a photo op shoveling out a few bottles of water when he got back from his vacation. So, And Beto O'Rourke was actually out there working. Yeah. I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, he's a politician to some degree, but he also... Not just this time, but it's constantly done right. actual work to help yep. people. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, I feel bad for the the sane people in Texas. And there are a lot of sane people in Texas, unfortunately. Uh, like myself, they live in a state that's has a few more insane people who, who think that someone like Rafael Cruz represents them. And, and that's that is the... Absolute, absolute pinnacle of of his achievement is they're having a terrible cri- one of the worst crises that Texas has faced in decades, and he bails. Ah, time to go on vacation, and like you said, it's like he and throws his daughters under the bus. Well, my daughters, it's like what your wife is so incompetent she can't <laughs> fucking handle a ten and an eleven year old. Really, is that the story, dude? Yeah. And leaving the dog. I didn't know about the dog. Yeah, left left the dog. Yeah. Because somebody at least... That's what people do. Take Somebody take care of the dog? No. Was there somebody... As far as I know, no. <clears throat> no one there. Left the dog with nothing. Which, I didn't I didn't hear that it left him with nothing. Surely someone in that household is smart enough, maybe the 10-year-old is smart enough to make sure that they left food and water for the dog. But how cold did it get in their house? Did he know? I mean, and of course, he left not knowing if the power would go out, the heat would go out. A lot of Texans. Well, yeah, the, some... the power was out when they left. Oh, so fine. He's he's okay with getting down to 20 degrees in his house with his dog there. Unbelievable. Ooh, now we can arrest him for cruelty to aminals. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. unbelievable piece of work to just abandon his constituents. Literally he's, abandon. He'll get his reelected next time. You know he will. Even though it was close this time, he'll get reelected because it's Texas. Of course he will, because he hates the wrong, the right people, and that's that's what the GOP has become. You hate the right person, I'm for you. I don't care how incompetent you fucking are. Which exactly. you know, I'm still kind of wondering if we're ever going to get that health care plan that the beautiful health care plan Donald Trump had is like. It's now he's got four more years to come up to not come up with it, so that's fun. Yeah, well, let's. I, I'm not even looking forward to 2024 already because yeah, man, that's going to be unless something happens, it's just going to be a shit show. I'm going to go with 2023 because you know where that's when it's going to start more intensely. Yeah, or heck, yeah. 2022 probably. People well, start running two years. Tuesday, American system, well, American system Trump, is so fucked up. Trump's already started running. I mean. He was the keynote speaker in Orlando, after all. I don't know why he didn't mention he was going to be back in office on March the 4th, like a lot of the QAnon people thought. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (sighs) 
how do you deal with someone who's that stupid who could actually believe that? That's that's the real the crux of it. How do you get through to people who are so terminally uninformed and willfully stupid that they would believe this unbelievable bullshit? How do you get it? How do you get through to Christians? We're, I mean, we are a a a species of animal that has to believe in something bigger than us yeah. instead of in ourselves. I believe in the unassisted triple play. That's right. Well, that is bigger than us. That's three versus one. Yeah, very true. Well, so. there's three of us, but we we def- desperately need assistance. Yeah. Well, because we need a pitcher. One who can throw strikes and a catcher. Should have called Ted. Is Ted more of a pitcher or a catcher? So that's our show. <laughs> appreciate everybody listening again. The show is a, a little odd, but it was good. It was great. If you're just now listening to the, what you missed, you should re-listen to it because it was fantastic. Yeah, it's the best show ever. Actually, I'm wondering how the hell you tuned in just now. That's, that's going to be my question. They, uh, the system, their computers messed up and it went to the end instead of the beginning of the show. And they missed all that uh-huh. fantastic educational stuff. So lucky. I mean... So unfortunate. On the worst earthquake in history that killed 830,000 Chinese people in 1556. Dr. Seuss wrote a book about it. That's right. I'm ending the show right there. That's where I'm ending the show this week. (laughs) 